Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friends and family. Hold on, let me close this window. I'm so sorry, I forgot to close the window. But um, welcome back, friends and family. If this is your first time, did I say welcome, welcome, welcome? If it's not your first time, welcome back. I did. I did say it. Okay, well, hey y'all. <laughs> So, um, I didn't actually have a word. I had to stay true to my word with you guys. And even God told me to get back on every Tuesday, like get the momentum going again and just doing what I got to do. But today, um, things have been interesting. I should say for the past two weeks, if you guys follow me on YouTube then you already know, like, I've been dealing with a lot of nonsense and basically how I feel is like I'm jumping through hoops. Like I feel like I am doing the absolute most. It's like every time I turn around, there's an obstacle. Like I have yet to experience like smooth sailing. I don't think my life would be like that forever, of course, but I'm anticipating God's peace. Like I'm anticipating rest from all sides if it's not you know my marriage it's literally outside (laughs) y'all outside from the driver to the dentist's office to doctor's appointments to schools like it's just like oh my goodness right and so yeah that's where I've been is just really buckling myself down Y'all, we can still... These airplanes are so loud. I promise you I close these windows. And it's like, I can still hear it. Like, what is going on? Anyway, um, so that's where I've been. I don't know where you guys have been. Email me, let me know. I hate that we don't have like a comments, comment, comment section here because I'm interested on where you guys are. A lot of you guys who follow me, you guys, we're pretty much in the same place like a lot of times we are hand in hand okay so i i'm i'm curious to see where you guys are too right but um yeah that's been pretty much my thing and god keeps speaking to me overcome and i think he's wanting me to overcome my flesh like overcoming the things that's just bothering me you know just getting to a place where it's like okay I can maneuver, I can bounce back, you know, just having that flexibility. Cause that's what I'm hearing right now. I think I hear the Holy Spirit saying like flexibility. Like, I think that's what he wants is me to always be prepared, you know, um, and to always be at peace kind of thing and trusting. I've, it's been a process. It's been a process. So anyway, I didn't really have a word for you guys. And so I was flipping through the Bible and I was like, what can I actually talk about? Because right now, I I think I'm just so focused on my assignment that I don't even have, I can't speak on it yet because I'm still going through it. So I don't know if that makes sense. So I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to tell your people? Something that will bless us all. And he reminded me that I've been seeing 37 everywhere, everywhere. Every time I look at the clock, it's something 37. And... um. 
Yes, I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to speak on? So I opened up to Psalms 37. Now on the first try, it took a few flips and then I got to Psalms 37. I'm like, okay, this is resonating with me. And the reason why I'm saying this is um, for you guys who are also coming, like there's been a lot of opposition. There's still a lot of opposition and it may have increased, right? Again, we know the enemy is terrified. He thought you were going to give up. He thought you were going to quit. He thought you were going to tap out, fold, snap, all of that. And you have it. So now he's pulling out, you know, the worst of the worst of what it seems like, but God doesn't want you to fear, right? He just wants you to understand that he has it. If anything, let this just be confirmation. Let this be confirmation because think about it. Why else would the enemy come against you so hard? You think of the people who you know are being used by the enemy. These people who have wickedness in their hearts, right? Due to what I always believe is there's some type of pain, some type of hurt. You know, I believe that's really what turns people's hearts cold, right? Religious or not. Okay, the root of it is there some type of pain that has not been dealt with, right? And so if we know that these people are being used by um sorry, it's airplane. If we know these people are being used, you know, Lord, what was I just saying? Oh my gosh, okay, I didn't even pray. That's okay. My bad, guys. My bad. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, oh, Father, first, I repent for even trying to start this word without seeking you. Um, I pray, Father, right now that you cover my mistake and, Father, um, cover my my uh, your people as well, Father God. I plead the blood over this um, podcast. I plead the blood over every single person, including myself. Father God, anoint my mouth. Let only the words that you want to come forth, come forth, God. Let the Holy Spirit flow. Holy Spirit, I invite you and I ask that you have your way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Man, y'all, like, ooh messed up that was super bad the thing is i'm recording at a time i don't usually record i think and so i'm kind of rushing trying not to rush it was just all my bad it was just all my bad but anyway so pretty much for us who are who are experiencing this opposition right it's just god wants us to know like He's going to let the enemy do what they got to do. And they're pretty much going to run themselves right into a situation where God is going to vindicate you and you are going to be shown and proven blameless. You're going to be shown and proven that, you know, you've been through the fire What at your vindication. I think that's what it is. We all are anticipating that vindication. Again, definitely you have to ask God, when is it going to be? Um, because we can all be in different seasons, right? I know that I thought I was going to be done a year ago, <laughs> literally, and no, right? Y- yes and no. There's been some breakthroughs, but not what I consider the fullness of what God has promised me. I'm not there yet. So I'm so sorry, you guys, for losing my train of thought. Lord, I'm like really being hard on myself right now. God, I am so sorry. Y'all, I'm so sorry. Let me just get into this word. So turn with me to Psalms 37, and I believe the Holy Spirit is going to flow from there, right? Um, So yes, so Psalms 37 verse 1. I'm just going to read it. You guys know how I do. 
as I read, if God gives me something, I'm just going to like pour out. So verse um, one says, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. Even that, like just that verse one is amazing, right? Okay. He said, for like grass, they will soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Um, Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live uh, safely in the land and prosper. Um, I have to stop right here. When God tells us to trust in him and do good, it's so important that you don't slip up not you can I understand the slip up, okay? Let me not be super rigid. I understand the slip up, but what I'm saying is making sure you're not constantly falling into the pettiness, right? I'm always it's like God is always telling me somewhere it's somewhere in Jeremiah that don't let them influence you, you influence them. So it's like don't for me that minister to me is Bree, don't be petty. Because that's the clap back is real, okay? I could if I wanted to, right? We all could because we all have flesh, right? And not only do we have the flesh, but we've been through so much. It's kind of like it's so easy to really go at it if we if we allowed ourselves to. And so here God is telling us to do good. Do the things that he wants to do. I'm telling you, that is the hardest thing to do. Something, I don't know if I said this already, but something that keeps ministering to me is God is saying, um, what did you say, Lord? It was something like do it the hard way or do the, do the hard thing. Thank you, Jesus. Do the hard thing. It's easy for me to slap, snap back, clap back, all that. It's easy for me to be petty. It's easy for me to manipulate. It's easy for me to deceive. It's, it's, it's easy for me to monitor, right? And do all of these things. Shoot, it's easy for me to just do the things that I'm used to doing with even with the Lord. Like God has been asking me to do things differently, like pray differently and even fasting. That's hard. Okay, that's hard. So God's been really challenging me to do the hard thing. Why? Because there's growth in that, right? That will help you to produce the goodness. That will help you to do the things that God wants you to do. So um, God makes a promise to us. And when we continue to do what he wants us to do, we will live safely, right? In the land and prosper. I don't know about you, but I do want to prosper in every area of my life. Okay. Verse four, um, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So here's the thing. It's so important that we love God's word, that we love God's presence, that we love everything about him, right? That we hate everything that he hates, like hate, hate sin, right? God's really been dealing with me. It's like, don't treat people like demons. Because if you think about it, God loves people. He loves everybody because we're all his. But he doesn't love Satan, right? Or the kingdom of darkness. So it's that thing, that balance of trying to figure out how to handle people, right? And not to treat his people poorly. Those types of things, right? Um, but if I go back, because I'm like spilling off, delighting in God is like literally... God keeps bringing me and reminding me to stay in this place of like, I just can't get enough of God. You guys, I get to a place where I literally miss God. If I'm busy doing my day-to-day things that I need to do as a mother, or even when he tells me to take a day off and just chill and watch some HGTV, because that's fun for me, right? Or a family date or whatever it is that I do, I'm like thinking about him all day. Like, 
I want to get in my prayer closet. I want to read my word, right? And I'm telling you guys, this happened when I just kept seeking him. Like he kept proving himself to me. It's not a situation where it's like, oh, I just made a decision to just trust God. Like, no, God kept proving himself to me. I did my work, right? When we take a step forward, he takes 10 steps towards us, okay? So definitely make sure God is your everything and he will give you everything else. It's so easy. This is a very important scripture, y'all. It is so easy to say, okay, God, I got you in this section. I have my spouse in this section. I have my job in this section. I have, you know, my kids in this section. But no, if we seek God and let God be everything to us, our number one, and allow everything else to be second, do you know, like you will have the abundance. You will have everything that you, everything that you want. It's quite It's crazy to me because God has been speaking all these promises to me. And you know what? I've been so in love with God and just all up under him. I'm like, God, I don't even care really. Like the way that I felt like I used to feel about these things, it's like I didn't even want it. Hallelujah. So the scripture that the Holy Spirit is telling me right now is when you lose your life, you will find it. So it's kind of like when you don't care about like the material things and all these other things or whatever, maybe it's not material, but when you care about God more then he gives you everything that you wanted and more, I don't know if I'm making sense, y'all. I don't know if I'm making sense, but anyway, so let's keep going. Verse five, commit everything you do to the Lord. Hallelujah. Trust him and he will help you. Um, Verse six, he will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday. I love this because this is the verse where it talks about God vindicating you and it's going to be so bright. It's going to be so evident. It's going to be so obvious. The wicked are not, they're not getting away with it. It looks like it. Oh my gosh. It looks like they're having a field day. It looks like they have no remorse. It looks like God, you aren't even touching them, right? It looks like life is easy for them. It looks like they just keep getting blessed. Something God tell me is um, this is as good as it gets. When people get blessed um, and like they do things the evil way, obviously their blessings, I don't believe, let me say that. It's not obvious. I don't believe their blessings come from God. When your heart is just pure evil and we can talk about people like in certain industries, right? If you, okay, you remember that this, the part in the Bible where Jesus was tempted by uh, Satan and Satan was like, if you worship me, then I'll give you all these things. So I do believe that Satan can give people things. That's obviously not a blessing, but God can't, I mean, the enemy can give people things. And so if you think about it, that stuff is temporary. That stuff, like it doesn't last long. It's not as rich. It's not as um, permanent is not as, um, I'm going to just say just not as great as what God has for you. Right. So as long as we keep, um, I am like spilling off because I don't even know where I even got that from. Maybe it's the Holy Spirit. I don't know. y'all. I'm not even keeping up with myself. Okay. Verse six. Let me read it again. Okay. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn. Okay. And the, the justice of your cause will shine like the new day. Okay. Yeah. We were talking about the vindication. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. 
<laughs> he over here helping me out like hello you were talking about how certain people look like they're getting blessed okay yes so it does look like they're getting blessed but understand that's not the case right it's all an illusion it's all temporary it's not from god we want the part that's from god okay um and he's gonna vindicate you so yeah yeah so verse seven <laughs> i'm so sorry guys be still in the presence of the lord and wait patiently for him to act okay don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes this is so important verse seven because it is so easy to get impatient i myself have had certain times where i would like sway back and forth with god like I'm like, okay, God, I'm here. And I don't know. And it's like, really, Lord, deliver me from this double-mindedness. But it's just, it hurts. It hurts. I, I don't like the way it seems. I don't like the way it feels. It's just like, if we read in the Bible, understand it's not just you. So don't you know, beat yourself up if you feel like this, because it, a lot of God's prophets talk about this. Specifically, Jeremiah, Job, and who's Jeremiah, Job, and David, these people. And I think Micah, in the book of Micah or something, they talk about their expression of like, God, like this thing is not right. This is not right. Why is the wicked people like, why are they getting away with this? So understand your feelings are very common. It's very normal. It's just a part of the process, but we have to pay attention to what they did. They express how they felt, but they bounce back and they still trust to God, right? I too need to go back and reread some things because it's like, okay, how did this end again? Because Jesus, I need to know how this going to end, okay? Um, verse eight, stop being angry. Turn your turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. This is where God was really dealing with me um, in September, Oh, Jesus, dealing with my anger. I realized like that's what the enemy wanted to use. Like if he can keep getting you angry, he's going to. I had to get to a place where I understood like, look, God, you're allowing all this. So clearly, you know what you're doing. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why this keeps happening or better yet, why this person isn't suffering any consequences. But if I went out here and did some crazy stuff, I'd be convicted shortly after you know what i mean like those type of things it's just having to understand and trust god okay um verse nine here's the promise here's the god's promise for the wicked will be destroyed but those who trust in the lord will possess the land hallelujah verse 10 soon the wicked will disappear though you look for them they will be gone the lowly will possess the land and live and will live in peace and prosperity prosperity this is again God's promise to you. Like, I'm gonna be real with y'all. When I see the word soon in the Bible, right? It's kind of like, Lord, what you mean soon? Like, this has been a long time. But remember, God's timing is different from ours. Another thing he was showing me is the comparison. So for us, we've we probably been in this thing for some months, years, right? We have to think of God's timing is completely different. And then seeing it as... What's coming after this? When you get over this, say you've been in this thing for 10 years, right? When you finally get out of this thing, you got about 20 years, right? God could double that, triple that, whatever of just abundance and blessing and peace, right? And stillness. That is what our promise is. So don't focus so much on, okay, God, you said soon, but 
today is such and such. So like, what you mean? All right. That's a word like literally for me, something that I really need to deal with and understand like, y'all, we're not going to ever have to deal, deal with this again. When God said the Egyptians you see today, you'll see no more. Oh, he meant that, especially for us, like the breakers, especially for the ones who are really getting hit by these things, right? You are the first one to do something different. You are the first one when you are the changer, the change agent, whatever you at the front line. Yes, that's what we kind of signed up for. I mean, obviously God chose us because he saw something in us, you know, but yeah, okay. I don't want to spill off again. (laughs) I don't want to spill off. Okay. So yes, the promise, the lowly will possess the land. Yes. We will get all that, that we want y'all, all of it. So verse 12, the wicked plot against the godly, they snare, they snare at them in defiance but the lord just laughs for he sees their day of judgment uh the the day their day of judgment coming i stumbled there because i'm busting up laughing too like i got to a place where i just laugh at certain people when i see you know the ridiculousness i see the pettiness i see you know people who are actually trying to come for me you're trying to get me upset it's like you're putting all this energy to hurt me really like I am God's daughter right better yet I am God's wife right right because we're married to Christ so it's kind of like I mean look y'all could keep messing with me all you want you're planting seeds you're planting your own harvest essentially like I don't have to do anything back to these people right listen and then verse 12 I love that God actually puts this in the Bible because It's him letting you know he knows what's happening. I don't know about you guys, but for me, that's comforting to know, God, you not only do you know, but you see, you understand and you can relate to how I feel. So it's not something foreign. It's like God knows. And to me, I just find so much comfort and rest in that. Right. I still tell him about it in detail so I could release. But I love that he knows that this is what happens to godly people, period. There's going to be opposition against God's people. That's just what we signed up for, okay? Um, verse 14, the wicked draws their uh, draw their swords and string and string their bows, right? To kill the poor and the oppressed, to slaughter those who do right. But their sword, swords will stab their own hearts and their bows will be broken. It's funny because this is confirmation Um, today when God was talking to me. He reminded me of Haman. Haman, remember guys in the book of Esther, Haman was somebody who was coming against Mordecai for whatever reason. Let's just say he was a godly man. He's coming against him. He plotting and scheming, literally uh, made a plan to kill Haman on this super tall pole, right? And God intervened and just completely flipped it. And what happened was that pole that Haman was trying to kill Mordecai on was the same pole that Haman died on. I'm telling you, these wicked people don't understand, even for the ones who are listening to this podcast right now, they still, they're still not going to be able to hear it. They're not going to hear what I'm saying. Like They're not going to be able to understand what I am saying. It's crazy. And something God also reminded me in the book of um, Exodus, when the children were escaping from Egypt, Pharaoh's heart was hardened. That means that these people cannot feel, they cannot 
make sense of what they're doing other than the fact to them that this makes sense to pick on you right to push you to aggravate you to hurt you to plot against you this makes sense to them and in their warped depraved minds they're doing good it's so flipped and so backwards that to them they think that they're serving the most high and they're really serving satan and so when I had to understand and make sense of this, like a worth mind to me, that means mental illness. This just means, look, they're not going to understand me being nice. They're not going to understand you being nice. They're not going to understand you trying to re- reason with them. They're not going to understand. It doesn't matter. Even if you try to have an adult talk with them, they're not going to understand it. They're just not going to understand it. So verse 16, it is better to be godly than a godly and have a little than to be evil and be rich. Okay. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered. Hallelujah. But the Lord takes care of the godly day by day. The Lord takes care of the innocent and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. Remember, I just said that in the other verse, like what we have from God is going to actually last what these people got going, their hee-hees and ha-has and look what I got, flashy stuff, right? Whatever. That's not going to last for a long time. That's not going to last for a long time. This isn't, I don't say this so we can just look and hope for their downfall. I'm telling you this so you don't be tempted to just revert back or to even be who they are. Because I've had those thoughts where I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just easier for me to just chill. Like maybe I go too hard for Christ because, you know, God still loves them nothing's happening in them it's not that I want to do evil but I'm like maybe I should just kind of relax and compromise and God's like no because those things do not last and I have to remember those things when I search for the world because that's what they do they look for certain things in the world to please them to gratify them you guys it was cool for a second it's like a high it's cool for a second but eventually you're gonna come back down eventually you're gonna have to sober up And when you keep chasing stuff, like just to get that feeling, you keep lying, you keep doing these things over and over. It's like, it just eats away at you. God says sin leads to death. And I was miserable. God had to remind me when I was in that place of just lit, like, oh my gosh, I was a hot mess. Before I met Christ for real, oh my gosh, I was a hot mess. Smoking weed and drinking and doing all this stuff by myself literally was ridiculous masturbating what like y'all I was I was a hot mess that's not true happiness it looked like I was happy when I was hanging out with certain people it looked like I was happy but inside I I didn't want to be around these people I didn't really want to do these things but I felt like this is this is what I gotta do to be happy until I met Christ and I don't have a bunch of friends I don't drink. I don't have a false high. I don't do all this stuff anymore. And I'm good. I mean, I don't really like my situation. I'm still waiting for God to deliver me. But I'm way better than I was when I was in a bad position and seeking the world. Y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all. I mean, I get, I think y'all know what I'm talking about. I truly believe you guys know what I'm talking about. So it says here, and I love that God says he's going to take care of us day by day. Hallelujah. Um, 
let me see. They will, okay. They will not be disgraced in hard times, even in famine. They will have more than enough. Hallelujah. Y'all speak that over your life. Hallelujah. Verse 20, but the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will disappear like smoke. Okay. The wicked borrow and never repays, but the godly are generous givers. Those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. Okay. Verse 23, the Lord directs, directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall for the Lord holds them by the hand. So remember I told you guys, like I get it. Sometimes I snap and I say something petty. Sometimes, you know, I break my fast. Sometimes I do things that I, you know, in my heart is not something that I want to do. I genuinely in my heart is always about the posture of your heart. I genuinely in my heart want to please God in every single way that I can. Right. But I know that I have flesh and I know that I'm weak. He is the one who gives me the strength. So I know if I'm backsliding, what I mean backsliding, I'm not doing the things that I should be doing, like putting on the armor of God. I'm not praying for a covering and stuff like that. But I'm not reading, like eating his word daily or just doing anything or allowing him to be in my life um, just regularly. Then I literally open myself up to slip. Or I could have just had a weak moment. Okay. Sometimes we just have weak moments. Our goal is to be like Christ. All right. That is our goal. But. Sometimes we mess up, but it's like, I love this. The Lord holds them by the hand and look, we don't fall. We slip, we get back up, we repent and we move forward, right? Okay, so once I was young and now I am old, um, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. The godly always gives generous loans to others and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice and he will never abandon the godly. And um, that's beautiful because God has been ministering to me about um, the courts of heaven. So I'm going to talk about that. Let me study more about it so I can tell you guys about it. But the courts of heaven and just if I could just tell you just a little bit of what I know. God has been teaching me to present things to him as if you are in court, like heaven, like in heavenly courts, you present stuff like in prayer, you present things that it seems like I'm not getting any results. I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm changing, I'm doing all these things. And it's like, Lord, this thing will not come up off of me or I'm still dealing with the same thing. Right. It's like when there no, there's nothing getting you're not getting through those super stubborn spirits, which are usually ancient, familiar, territorial spirits, these principalities that's been here forever, right? Is presenting those things to God, right? So that's like a whole other thing. I would encourage you to Google, like get on YouTube, find some videos and stuff like that. Look at some scriptures to help you. And then until I, you know, do that actual work, I'm still learning it. So I don't want to say it and then not be right okay but though that's how it makes sense to me so then it says he will keep them safe forever but the children of the wicked will die the godly will possess the land and will live forever the godly offer good counsel good counsel they teach right from wrong they have made god's law their own so they 
will never slip from his path. The wicked wait in the in ambush for the godly, looking for an excuse to kill them, right? We got people who are staring at us. Listen, these monitoring spirits are real. People watching you, people scoping you, people just just want to see you fall. Like they're not wishing for the best. They're hoping you fall. They hoping you they're hoping you slip. They're hoping your life, you know, is still the same, if not worse. There are people for real like that, okay? These are demons. People got demons. That's all, right? Verse 33, but the Lord will not let the wicked succeed, hallelujah, or let the godly be condemned when they are put on trial. Oh my gosh, Lord, you are so good. So that is a scripture that's related to um, the courts of heaven, right? We got something right here, y'all. I don't even remember reading this in Psalms 37. I promise you, but that's amazing. So here it is. God is saying, look, we're not going to be condemned when we are put on trial, right? All right. So verse 34, put your hope in the Lord, travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. Okay. You will see the wicked destroyed. Quite honestly, I'm not for people getting hurt and all that stuff, but something God kept um, speaking to me is that the wicked, find they find no peace. The wicked, they have no peace. So what that means, to how that minister to me, it doesn't matter how nice I am, how much I offer, how much I, you know, humble myself before these people because they have wickedness in their heart and they have not gone to God to get the healing and the deliverance. It doesn't matter what I do, Right. So with that being said, you know, when God's saying we will see the wicked destroyed, what he is saying for me, right? What I believe is you're going to see them get humbled. You're going to witness that bad stuff will happen when you do bad things. Like you will see the consequences, period. Again, I always relate God's judgment to um, like parenthood. When your child is misbehaving for those of us who discipline our kids, when your child is misbehaving and we've given them warnings and they don't listen, then yeah, you got to spank them. I mean, okay. So I think that's how I see it is, okay, we're about to witness them get spankings. And what happens after a child gets a spanking? Usually they turn, they repent, they make a decision. This is not worth it. I don't want to do this no more because I don't want that spanking. These people are going to realize, I don't want God's wrath anymore. Okay. So verse 35, I've seen the wicked and the ruthless people flourishing like a tree in his native soil. But when I looked again, they were gone. Okay. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. Look, y'all see these people right now living their best life. Some claiming God, some not claiming God, but really, right. They don't really have a heart for God. They all here doing all this stuff. It's like, man, Lord. Why can't I just be petty then? You know, it's much easier to just be petty. It's just, it's much easier to be a lukewarm Christian, but God is showing you, look, it looks like they doing, they're doing good. But when you look again, whenever God comes through, it's, it's going to be gone. You're going to see, right? Look at those who are honest and good for a wonderful future awaits for the, uh, awaits those who love peace. God, that is God's promise. You have a wonderful future ahead of you guys, okay? But the rebellious will be destroyed. They have no future, okay? The Lord rescues the godly um, in their fortress. Wait, the Lord rescues the godlies in their fortress 
in times of trouble. Verse 40, the Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them and they find shelter in him. Hallelujah. For those who are experiencing constant opposition, people could be lying on you. You could actually physically be going through it. Whatever it is, it's like you're going through something constantly. It doesn't matter how you try to get out of it. It keeps bothering like it keeps happening i truly believe god is wanting you to do something whether it's to overcome it like me right looking past stuff right i'm literally driving behind slow cars your girl not over here switching lanes okay (laughs) as much as i want to i mean if i need to i will but for the most part i'm not driving recklessly because of impatience okay Obviously, if somebody's going extremely slow, I'm going to go around them, but I'm not going to cut them smooth off. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like if if something keeps happening, God is wanting to elevate you in that thing. Okay. See it as that. See it as that. I was listening to a word and the woman was saying that God is sharpening you. So I felt like God was sharpening my my sword, right? Or sharpening me by being able to be patient. God is sharpening me to, to be able to look at somebody and recognize that they're trying to aggravate me and just not get aggravated. God is helping to be able to helping me to be able to see that someone is lying. Like a bald-faced lie, like a bold-faced lie. I don't know which way you say it. They're lying to me in my face. I'm not even going to tap into my pride and prove to them that I know that they're lying. I'm not going to do this combative, combativeness. I don't know if that's even a word. I'm not going back and forth with people. Because I've prayed and prayed and prayed, God, God, please get have this person stop. God, God, I rebuke these demons. But God, God, I've been calling on God for this for about two years and I'm still dealing with it. And it wasn't until late last month God showed me, I want you to overcome that demon. Some demons you kill by ignoring them. You see and you ignore them. You pray about it. You can rebuke that demon all day long. You can rebuke it in silence. Definitely not to the person. I would definitely highly, highly, highly recommend you that you do not rebuke the demon to the person. Jesus did it, but I think that's because he was Jesus. I would not recommend you do that. I've done it. Doesn't end well. Demons start to manifest. It just becomes a really bad thing. And yeah, like I just don't think it's wise. So you can definitely, in your prayer closet, you could definitely rebuke that demon of all day long, right? But while you're there, there were times when God, Jesus didn't even respond to people. He didn't respond. Like, he knew what it was. He just didn't respond. And if you're like me, that's difficult. That's difficult when you feel like you've been quiet for so long. You've been dealing with so much stuff for so long. You've been holding things in for so long. I encourage you, ooh, this hurts, but forgive them. Forgive them for everything they've done and forgive them for everything that they're probably going to do and just be quiet. Don't react. Don't flare up. And something I've noticed, like... um. God's really pray about it. Like pray for yourself. 
I've literally had to pray, God, help me deal with difficult people. Like, I literally need you. I said, look, Lord, I don't have it. I for sure don't have it. I know what your Bible, I know what the word says. I know about the fruit of the spirit, but I'm telling you right now, God, I don't have it because this is just stupid. I really need you to give me what you got. Like, I need you to supernaturally pour that in me. Like, I'm literally asking you, Jesus. And do you know, like, it's been helping me where I can hear God so audibly, like in my ears, if it's somebody standing right next to me and God was speaking and tell me you you do realize that this person is staying it's like god is my translator so if someone says something stupid to me god is really saying what they're saying is da 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 and i don't even get mad sometimes we just need that truth sometimes we need the truth and i'm telling you guys it takes practice so don't beat yourself up god could supernaturally do it for you immediately for me it wasn't like that it was it took a few um times of me getting aggravated showing my aggravation to the person and maybe not showing it to them and then before I knew it it's this thing where it's like okay um God's telling me what it is and then I know when to exit like I know when it's time for me to exit the conversation I know when it's time for me to just check out like okay this is just crazy so I'm just going to go and read my Bible or I'm just I'm just going to leave, right? Or I just let the person finish what they have to say. I just nonchalantly say, all right, you know, well, um, I'm going to, you know, get off the phone now or um, I'm not going to text back <laughs> or I'm going to leave the room depending on who it is and what I'm dealing with. It, sometimes it's my kids too. And, you know, God has been teaching me how to be a parent because he parents me like he's my parent. So sometimes when I go to God and I sound just ridiculous and I have my tantrum because I was mad. I got ooh, a few times like, God, I'm so angry. You could have done this. This You got the power. You got me going through this and you already know I'm tired. And, you know, I, I told God how I felt and he was silent. Then when I was done, you know, I came back. I apologized. I realized, you know. It was a tantrum. I had a tantrum. I was fleshy. And he, you know, was he forgave me. And he's like, yeah, so this is what I need you to do. And it was that. Like, he accepted me with love and everything. Like, he didn't condemn me or nothing, you know? And so I'm learning to even do that with my kids. Like, I don't even yell and go back and forth with my kids. I just, like, look, you knew you weren't supposed to do that. So these are the consequences. No, mom, it was no. Well, yeah, that it could have been whatever, but you still, I still told you this. So these are the consequences and like keeping those strong boundaries and not bringing myself down to their level of like, you know, going back and forth and just wasting my energy. Like, oh, God is so good. I'm telling you, it's, he will literally help you in every area of your life. Deal, even dealing with people on my one-on-ones. Oh, some people, you know, it's cool, but I do get a few people who are just interesting. And so it's like not getting bothered, you know, about that. I'm telling y'all, it's 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 bigger than that that thing that you're dealing with. God is using that thing to help you all around. So that's all I got for y'all. <laughs> I love you guys so much. It was good talking to you guys. Like I feel like I'm in a, a super better place mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I don't know if you guys can tell. I pray that you guys are there too. Look, really what it is, 
Bree's not special at all. What it is, is Bree surrendered to God. Like I completely humbled myself and said, you know what, God, look, I don't like how you're doing this, but I'm going to just roll with it. Give me the grace. Give me the, the strength to do it. Like that's really what it is. And taking it day by day, you guys take it day by day. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about yesterday. It's a new day. It's new grace. It's new mercy. It's a new start. Look, don't even think about the last hour, the last minute, right? Get back up, brush yourself off. Um, and even so pray. I've been praying Psalms 50. Oh Lord. 51 or 52. And that's when David is, it's a prayer of repentance. It's a prayer of asking God to cleanse you. So that is going to bless you and believe it. When God, when, when God tells you that you are forgiving, we have to believe we are forgiven and we have to forgive ourselves. That is how Bree stays in places like this, right? It's not me just having my life all together. I promise y'all, I am flawed, y'all. I promise. Me and you are not that different. I promise you, okay? So I'm just giving y'all the gems that God has blessed me with to help you guys get to whatever levels you are trying to get to, okay? So it was a pleasure, y'all. I love talking to you guys. (laughs) your girl can talk okay but i love you guys you guys be blessed i'm praying for you guys for this week and i've been i've been warned for y'all by the way so email me you know if you've noticed some changes in your life even in your own prayer lives right just whatever if you feel that of course but i've been going in on you guys i've been covering you guys and um what else i gotta say y'all want to chop it up you already know you can book a one-on-one with me um the the description the link is in the description the leak is in the description and um yeah i mean that's all i got for you guys like i said i love you guys very very much let me close out in prayer and we just ask you father we ask that you seal this word in the name of jesus father god we pray that it will be in our hearts if this word is for us father let it be in our hearts help us to remember god's psalms 37 and that you will avenge us father god you will vindicate us father that you are literally keeping us father in jesus mighty name and help us to not focus on all the negativity that's around us father in jesus mighty name for god we trust that you will deal with it and you will deal with it accordingly god you are a just god hallelujah um yes father god i pray for each and every one of us father who are in this uh i don't want to call it a warfare but who are For us who are in this transition, it's a hard transition, Father God. We thank you that you've given us the grace and the strength to do so um, gracefully. Hallelujah. Let it be gracefully, God. In Jesus' name, God, we forgive all those who have hurt us. Those who purposefully came for us, Father, we forgive them. And for those who did not know um, any better, we forgive them as well, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless us through this week. We cover this week with the blood and we um, cancel every attack that the enemy tries this week in Jesus' mighty name. And we even... Hallelujah. Review counter um, attacks from this word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Y'all have a good one. And I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Love you guys. Bye.